What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of One in Ones. On this week's episode, we are going to meet Shelly. And Shelly is someone who does various jobs for us here at Cat and Cloud, and we love and appreciate everything she does. You could catch her at our Abbott Square location in downtown Santa Cruz as one of our baristas making your lovely drinks. You can also catch her hopping around various stores as our financial assistant. At the same time, she's also running her own business with her husband and her sister, known as Truce Coffee, which you could find through your local farmer's market in Santa Cruz. She's also a wonderful person to have a conversation with and talk about your day, or talk about your favorite thing, or talk about your not favorite thing. And she's also a wonderful person to just work with. And if you're not catching the theme here, she is an overall wonderful person and we are very lucky to have her. What I learned from listening to Shelly tell me her story is what opportunity is and what that looks like, what that feels like, and what follows after opportunities, which most of the time tends to be growth. And it always seems to surprise you. And I know that's not any big news, opportunity and growth, but it's a really nice reminder. And I just want to thank Shelly for her sharing her story with me. I really appreciate it, and Shelly, I hope you're having a great day. I hope all of y'all listening are also having a great day. Don't forget to drink water. It's so important. And also, just treat yourself to something nice today. Think of that one thing that you really want to do, or you really want to treat yourself with, and just go ahead and do it, because you deserve it. Have a great day, everyone. I'll see you guys later. What is the thing you're most hyped on right now? Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> having a baby and getting a new apartment. <laughs> pretty excited. Like just now? Just like, like, I just told my husband now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, not not the baby part, the apartment part. <laughs> I've he been knows about for three months. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, both of those things. It's really exciting. It's a new chapter, I think, for us. And so... Yeah. I, I mean, a pretty big chapter. Yeah. Us. So that's exciting. I'm ready. Um, we've wanted to have a family for a really long time. And that's been um, kind of a painful journey. It's been like two and a half years of trying and kind of giving up. And then finding out that we were pregnant at a time where it was a little bit more challenging because <laughs> we were trying to find an apartment too. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, it's it's new, so it's scary, but it's still very exciting. I feel like I'm always excited and really, 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 really anxious. <laughs> but like, I'm excited I'm, but nervous. Yeah, a hundred percent of the time, it feels like oh, like yeah, an hour before Christmas morning. You know, like just waiting. Like that anticipation is so high. I oh. just can't even. Yeah. I know that feeling very well. Yeah. Not the pregnant feeling, but anxious, anxious and ner- yeah, yeah. nervous and excited. No, yeah. No. So I'm excited. And this has been a long time coming. I'm, re- I'm very happy. Dude, yeah. so many people are happy for you too. Oh, yeah. I have, I have such a great community and yeah, people are good. How is it kind of going on a similar like journey and growth with uh lexi (laughs) it's actually really funny because like we had when we started working we 
got hired in the same hiring date, like the same orientation. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And I was like, oh, I know Lexi from like, we have a couple of mutual friends and we're both married. And so like we started talking when she started working in the roastery and I told her that we were trying and she was like, oh my gosh, we want to start a family too. <laughs> and so we had these like long conversations about what it meant to like be in that space. And then she got pregnant and I could tell like before she found out, I was like, I think she's pregnant, man. Like she came to my, my party, uh, my birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I think Lexi's pregnant. And then I guess she found out the next day that she was pregnant. Whoa. Yeah. Weird, creepy intuition kind of thing. Yeah. And then I asked her about it and she's just like, I am pregnant. <laughs> I was like, I, I knew it. <laughs> and which was hard at first because like we, me and Jared had been trying for so long and I was just like, what about me? Oh yeah. But then like, I think two months after I was like, Oh, I am a week late. I should take a test. And I did. And I was like, I don't believe this test. <laughs> it says that I'm pregnant. I'm, I'm going to take another test. And so I took like two or three tests and I was just like, cool. So we're pregnant. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was really exciting. And it's been really good to like have somebody who's going just a few steps ahead. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to like relate to someone else who... Oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's, it's this weird thing that's happening inside of your body. You have no control over. Mm -hmm. I'm like, thank you for not making me feel crazy. We all feel crazy. Oh yeah. So I just keep thinking like lately, mostly too, because you and Lexi are people I work with often. And so it's like, there, there is like a human. I know there's a, there's like, we were all in. I know. It's so weird. It's, yeah. And then I'm just like, I could do that. Like, bodies could do that. Yeah. They could carry people. This is, hi, welcome in. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, like, when you stop and think about it, it's like, what? How is this human inside of me, like, have, oh my gosh, it has ears and eyes that, like, now my baby can hear my voice Mm -hmm. inside of me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then also, too, like, it's beautiful. It's blinking, yeah. maybe. It's blinking. It's practicing breathing. So it's like, yeah, it moves its little hands and its fingers and it has fingernails and all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel anything. And I just keep this thing around with me all, all day long. <laughs> making coffee. Making cappuccinos. <laughs> it's just like, I just, hi, baby. You want a cappuccino? I'm, I'm a great multitasker. I made your cappuccino and I'm making a baby. <laughs> and i'm also doing a bank run yeah also i'm doing this yes no it's it's pretty cool nice dude yeah baby land yep what what is something you're hyped on or like really excited about yourself like for you like Mm. something you're gonna do in the future or like like a treat yourself thing like what's something that hmm well, I'm really bad at that. I'm really <laughs> bad at like treating myself. And so this whole like being pregnant thing has actually made me much more aware of myself. Like I'm the kind of person who wakes up, has a cup of coffee and doesn't eat breakfast and like goes straight to lunch and like, <laughs> you know, at 
one or two (laughs) and being pregnant I'm like I can't I have to wake up I have to take care of my body I have to make sure that I'm like sleeping correctly and like getting enough sleep and resting my feet and my back and all of those things so this whole motherhood journey has been a lot more like focused in on me as a person like I mean obviously I am host to small human inside of me but I have to be much more aware of me and like listening to my body needs and my my even well-being so Mm -hmm. like trying not to be too anxious which is really really hard (laughs) but like knowing like I can't be worried about these things I'm gonna have to let those go and just like practice being at peace and that's that's been super like eye-opening and like Mm self-awareness has been a huge thing for me and that's not really where I sit naturally. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at reading people and taking care of them. But having to do that for myself was like a mind shift because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I am taking care of the baby, but I have to take care of me first mm-hmm. because the baby is inside of me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like you're, it's not like, I wouldn't say forced taking care of yourself but it's almost like you really have to right now <laughs> right now it's like it's my main priority is and, to take care of me and you're like learning to do that too yeah and like having to say no to things and being like yeah no i can't do that like yeah. my my body is just not even though i really want to mm-hmm. i have to say no yeah and so that's actually been something i've been very like excited by it's not like a like a job or anything that's coming up or anything it's just Mm -hmm. but it's something i've become more aware of and i feel like it's a growth thing for me nice yeah that's weird Ooh, i'm excited to see future shelly i think i've always wanted well no i know i've always wanted to be a mom Mm -hmm. so this is just a weird like oh okay so now you actually get to be Mm -hmm. because i've done i've done childcare for 10 years and i oversaw staff and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but now this this little human is mine like mm-hmm. me and jared have the responsibility of raising this thing oh yeah that's but anyways, so beautiful babies <laughs> <laughs> babies i know we go back to that but it is it's a lot more of like me taking care of me yeah absolutely and becoming even a better version of myself mm-hmm Cause I'm going to have to hold on to those things when the baby's outside of me mm-hmm. to really continue to grow as a person. So. Yeah. And I would think too, like teaching someone how to be like a good human to another human. It's like, you also are the prime example for it. Yeah. This person. So it's like, I should learn this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I should take care I'm of telling me. Yourself <laughs> yeah. right? That's so cool though. Yeah. That's really inspiring in like a looking forward to sense. But, like, way in the future, like, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify, not right now. No, no, yeah. no, no. Um, my next question is, so, I know you grew up in Santa Cruz. Yep. Unless I am mistaken and you were born somewhere else and Mm-mm. grew up somewhere else. But where, how, how was growing up in Santa Cruz mm. for you? Um, hmm. I grew up on the west side. I love the West Side, and I loved growing up in Santa Cruz. It's this weird, hippie, little 
community on the west side like really hippie <laughs> um i actually live in the house that my dad grew up in whoa yeah, i didn't yeah. know that uh him and his his parents moved in when he was like five or six so they've been there for a long time and then um he raised us and so i went to the elementary school that he went to what and there's even a couple of teachers who were still there from when he went to what? school there That's yeah crazy. yeah <laughs> and so like we grew up with the neighbors there's a neighbor across the street that had grown up with my dad and he was living in his family house and he had sons and we all went to the same schools so it was very small town in that sense mm-hmm. like i mean anywhere i go on the west side i probably know someone somehow mm-hmm. and that's been really cool it's like very, I think very special to have such a tight knit community, um, you know, but you get to high school and you're like, F this place. I'm never coming back. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to spread my wings. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. You know? And, uh, I didn't, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I did, but I went to, I went to community college for like two years mm-hmm. and I was a preschool teacher at the time and did that. And then. Lena, my older sister, got a job in China. And so she went and did that. And then was just like, hey, there's this job opportunity. Do you want to come live in China with me? And I was like, um, not really. I don't know anything about like China. I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I applied. Um, it was actually a lot, a lot uh, tighter of a... a um, a race for this position. I didn't realize I was just kind of like, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and see if mm-hmm. I get it. And there's somebody else who really wanted it. And we had all these interviews and, um, it just ended up working out and the families really loved me and I was really excited. So I was a homeschool teacher for a year. Mm. I taught first and second grade, moved to Beijing, didn't know anything, didn't know how to speak Chinese, didn't know where I was even living. I didn't, I still don't know how to say the address of the place I lived. I just point. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> Lena put me in a car one time and she was just like, do you know how to get back to your apartment? And I was like, yeah. And I go, but I don't know how to do that in Chinese. And she goes, okay, so this is how you say right. This is how you say left. And this is how you say stop the car. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And she's like, okay. And she like shut the door. And so I was just like... <laughs> I was just like hand motions and like telling this guy and I got, I got back to the apartment, which yeah. is great, but yeah. you know, learning as you go. Yeah. I think you told me, or she told me this story too, where she's like super helpful to just kind of have the address written down. Oh yeah. So you can yeah. just like point at it yeah, and yeah. they know where it is. <laughs> yeah. Super sick. She had like all these business cards for me when I got there and she's just like, this is this place and this is this place. And so you just show the taxi driver. I'm like, this sounds like I'm going to get kidnapped. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But I did not. And I made it back. Yay. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. But China was great. Um, And then I came back and I really wanted to live in China again. And they were like, well, get your degree. Because, like, that was kind of a prereq for, like, all these other jobs that I could do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, cool, I'll do that. Um, P.S. I did not like school at all. I probably failed a class every year from, like, high school on. So I was just not into it, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to. 
But mm-hmm. now I was like, well, if I can get back to China, let's do it. So I went to school in Redding, California, mm-hmm. where there's not very much else to do. <laughs> but it kept me focused. Except go to school. <laughs> yeah. And actually, there's a lot more now happening there, and I really love it. But I didn't love it at first. And so I went to all my classes, got a degree, and then fell in love with coffee. So, boom. <laughs> boom. And then I started working in coffee. Yeah. I worked in coffee. Did you also work at, like, pretty much every coffee shop in Santa Cruz? No, 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 no. Or is that Lena? <laughs> That's Le- Well, actually, we worked at the same amount of coffee shops, just different ones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like ever since... I've or in the amount of time that I've lived in Santa Cruz, I've seen all of you working somewhere, working at some <laughs> yeah, coffee shop. Yeah. I'm like, you're here yeah. now. Yeah. Now you're here, and now we all work together. And now we all work together. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. Coffee. Brings it's so people cool. together. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. It's also so cool seeing people that you guys know through like a guest relationship oh, of yeah. them coming oh, yeah. in. And then being like, oh my gosh, how are you? It's been like five, ten years. Oh, it's so weird. I just remember we had one guest and he had come in to like the shop that I was working in before. Mm -hmm. And he was like a regular for probably, I don't know, maybe a year. Mm -hmm. Then he went away. And like five years later, he comes back. And I was like, oh my gosh, Colin, how are you? And he's like, you remember my name. I'm like, yeah, I do. And I was like, I'm like, do you want me to start your usual? And he was like, what's my usual? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's an extra hot, non-fat 16 ounce latte for here. And he's like, that sounds great. Let's do it. And I was like, no, but really it is. That's what you always get. And he was like, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I don't know who I am. Yeah. But it was, it's, it's cool to like have those people in your life and like, it was really cool because when I started in coffee, I had just started dating, well, dating Jared and kind of not dating Jared. And mm-hmm. then like all of our coffee people, cause we both worked at the same place. Mm-hmm. They started seeing us date and then eventually get engaged and get married. And now they're seeing us have a baby and it's just like, oh. it's like this big coffee family. Yeah. And they like, they're very special to me. Our guests are like, I, I don't. I mean, some of them have become family to me and some of them have become like there were people I met as guests who went to my wedding mm-hmm. because they became part of my life. So, oh. you know, hell yeah. That's aside from just the coffee community. I feel like that's kind of why I like living in Santa Cruz now as opposed to like a bigger city Yeah, where I think when I went to school up here, and then when I moved back with my parents, I realized that what I really want and really never really had was a community, like mm-hmm. a tight mm-hmm. community where I could just go to a grocery store and run into someone. Oh, totally. And I missed that, even though I didn't really have that when I was in school, like, except for like the community you have on campus, which right. is like kind of crazy to me that someone thought it would be super smart to put 18 to 20 something year olds to all live together. Like, mm-hmm. how yeah. do colleges not burn? Well, <laughs> like, well, for real. I just, I'm, uh, whatever. Anyway, and having that feeling and that sense is so nice to me. And like, 
yeah people that you meet and become friends with because you just make their coffee all the time and then you hang out after work or something it's like so special and like something i value so much yeah i mean sometimes we may be especially for the the like people who work remotely or you know don't actually go into an office building we might be the only people they talk to all day Mm -hmm. you know they might like we might be the only community they see we might be the first people they see in the morning Mm -hmm. and so i think that's like super special and it's an honor and it's something to be like respected and yeah yeah it's it's pretty cool what we do it is it's super cool yeah i think it's really cool um so growing up yes up until present day Mm -hmm. i guess i would say who have been some like influential people in your life or very like notable or impactful people or mm. moments influential moment impactful moment this is the question i was actually dreading oh no <laughs> yeah yeah no just because like i feel like i'm one of those people who thinks that like everything has impact on my life and so like all mm-hmm. the people i meet whether they're in my life for like you know a month or like five years mm-hmm. there's impact and so it's really hard for me to like consider all those wonderful people and pick one or like even moments yeah well i mean you don't have to pick one i know but, but, but can, like yeah it, they're all so special they're all my little babies i know i, know. I yeah. hate picking highlights or favorites yeah because then i'm like that doesn't mean you guys aren't mvps in my life either i know well one of the impactful parts of of this last journey that i had was when i was living in china um the family that i was homeschooling for there's two families and both of them are great but i'm going to talk about one of them um and it was the pakovich family and they is a husband and wife, and they had four kids, three boys, one daughter. And they were super impactful in my time in China, but also in like a much greater scope of things. I think for a long time, I thought that because I knew I wanted to live abroad and I, I really wanted to live like with intention and like. I wanted to take care of people and I wanted to build a community and I wanted to like really invest in, in life. And so I thought that had to be overseas. I thought that meant maybe running an orphanage in a foreign country. And I always saw myself alone in those, those kind of positions. So I was like, well, nobody's going to want to do that with me. Like Mm. that would be so hard. And I couldn't raise a family because like, it would be in a foreign country and it'd be so hard. <laughs> yeah. And so when I met them and I saw their large family living in Beijing, China, having done that for the last, I think like six or seven years at the time, um, it made me realize that life was so much bigger than what I thought it was. And like, I didn't have to limit myself to being alone um, and having a family overseas was a possibility for me. And that just like, it blew my mind. I was like, okay, so it, it, I think it 
opened me up to the idea of someday getting married and starting a family and like still having this like intentionality and like like running a business or doing whatever and so watching them interact and like seeing how their kids were like wonderful and smart and just great people to be around I was like dude I could do that yeah and it that that changed my life so oh yeah the good people that's so that's so good to hear that yeah. sounds like young Shelly then like really younger Shelly like 10 years ago okay yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah and then I came home and I met Jared and we got married <laughs> <laughs> and I was like here's this thing yeah. I saw this and I was like I could do it we could do this so uh, yeah He's like, for sure yeah basically let's do it <laughs> yeah that's that's how we got engaged for sure <laughs> for sure do you want to get married for sure? Yeah. <laughs> if someone asked me to get married, I'd be like, for sure. <laughs> like, oh, that would be awesome. I don't think I even said yes when I got engaged. You said for sure. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So they were good people. Love them. Nice. Yeah. And now my first grader and my second grader, they're like much older. I think my second grader... Nathan, Nate, he's, he's starting his first year of college. Whoa. Yeah. Made me feel old, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you moved back mm-hmm. for school. Um, kind of ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the job had like an end date because mm-hmm. like I taught for school year. And so when they, mm-hmm. they were done with their school year, they're, their primary teacher, the teacher who was there before me, was coming back. Mm. And she was going to do the next year. So, oh, right. yeah. So Okay. And so you had briefly mentioned that you were also teaching preschool? Mm-hmm. That was here? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And then this was pre-China or after China? Pre-China. Pre-China. Yeah. Okay. And then went to China. Mm-hmm. And then when you came back... Did you go back into teaching when you got here? No, I went directly back to school. I like I arrived in the United States in June, I think. And then I <clears throat> applied for college, I think that same month, maybe July. And then I moved to Reading in August. <laughs> so it was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah yeah i actually didn't think that that was going to happen but they have like a great you know admissions team and they were like we can make this happen if you want to and i'm like i mean cool i guess <laughs> yeah i could do that because at that time i was like i didn't have any bills or loans mm. anyways so i was like yeah let's do this and so yeah yeah that was i think i experienced more culture shock coming back to the states than i did moving to china Whoa. for sure yeah and how so um i think when you move to a foreign country you expect things to be different uh-huh so there's like this kind of like expectation of like okay so i'm gonna feel like the outsider i'm gonna feel this way and then you move back and you have this expectation of like it's home so and these are all my people and and i understand everything so i should be able to like fit in immediately and you don't 
because you have this weird experience living in a different country Mm. and just absorbing all of those things as normal and you normalize them and then you find yourself like standing like on top of another person behind them in line you know Mm -hmm. and you're just like this is not natural this is not how we do this in the united states we usually leave like a foot and a half and my sister was so good about it she's like okay you have to give them room and i'm like no no no, we're in line and she's like that's chinese line that's like that's not how we do that here and i was like okay 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 so i think coming back was a lot harder because i expected things to be the same Mm -hmm. and i wasn't the same so that made sense yeah Huh. That's super interesting. Yeah. I never really thought of it that way. And now I think about just like a bunch of people who also like travel for a while and then come back like home mm-hmm. or like people like in the military and stuff yeah. like that might be like in a similar totally. realm of things. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. You don't really fit in any boxes yeah and you're just after like that you're like cool so i'm weird <laughs> <laughs> i don't fit there i don't fit here it's just i'm just me <laughs> what 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 has occurred in between from going to school and then starting like coffee hmm. well after i came back from school um i was like okay so i need a job because now I have loans <laughs> and I need to pay them. Um, so I did some childcare stuff again because like I had done that before. So I was taking care of kids. Um, but I needed like more hours than they could give me. So I got a job at a local bakery and I worked there for a year and a half. And uh, while I was working there, I took on another coffee shop job and so i was working both of them at the same time and then i then it was coffee but yes yeah i mean the the bakery job was pretty intense but it was like the first time i had started working in like food service and retail and that Mm. kind of stuff so yeah Yeah. it was was a fast place too yeah because in a a childcare service it's more like you have to be very cautious and very like aware of your surroundings almost have to move like a little bit i wouldn't say slowly but you just had to well i think the chaos is different yeah like (laughs) for sure (laughs) you know they they both have like a good amount of chaos to them yeah um but there's like they like i feel like when you're doing childcare, there's like a lot of like gut instinct kind of stuff you just naturally you and your whoever you're working with your teammates or whatever Mm -hmm. you kind of like have this instinctual thing and you kind of all work together in a very organic way Mm -hmm. and then you know food service retail stuff is very systematic Mm -hmm. you're still approaching chaos Mm -hmm. and like trying to like you know go right through it but in a very like specific way Mm -hmm. and so that was that was a new challenge for me yeah yeah did you always feel comfortable like talking with people, like striking a conversation out of nowhere? hundred percent. I'm that, that kid that would just walk up to people and talk to them. I'm like, <laughs> I, love to, I love talking to strangers. It sometimes freaks people out, but yeah. I, I have no problem talking to people one-on-one. Talking in front of a crowd, that freaks me out even more, but mm-hmm. I love talking to people. 
So they then, just they line up to talk to me, which is super <laughs> great. They line up and then I have them captive while I make their drinks. And so I just talk to them the whole time. <laughs> Do you ever meow at them? No. <laughs> but sometimes yes. Thank you. Ma'am. What? You're welcome. Meow meow. <laughs> Oh my I don't gosh. know. It just happens. I get it. I also make weird noises too. Well, we work at Cat and Cloud. It's I, it, clouds you know, don't make noise. No. no. <laughs> I was just thinking about. It. I was like, I was, I was like, I was, I, was, <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh yeah, it sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Go ahead. You can be the cloud. I'll be the cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So working in coffee. Mm-hmm. Um. Because along with working at Cat and Cloud, you also have your own little business. Mm-hmm. It's a small business, but to be bigger in the future? Yeah, hopefully. so it's it's Truce Coffee. Mm-hmm. We, um, we're a mobile coffee cart. So we take espresso, uh, espresso machines out into the wilderness and mm-hmm. uh, do all sorts of events. Basically, we're taking your favorite coffee shop experience and we're taking it to your favorite people or your favorite place. And we just make magic there. So it's been pretty cool. We do a lot of weddings. <laughs> we do, yeah. Yeah, we do, we do weddings. We've done like corporate events. Um, we want to do like, we're kind of refocusing right now. So we're trying to do more community-based things and like um, giving the community, the coffee community, a chance to like come and play too. And so I think we're going to be doing some, some different things eventually. Ooh. And then like, you know, in the future brick and mortar would be great hmm. yeah yeah tbd yeah totally yeah keep your eyes peeled people eyes peeled and who makes up truce coffee oh yeah so it's me and my husband and my sister so the holy trinity yeah no but you know <laughs> we, we work together really well i mean we live together right now and so it's been really cool to like that is okay that is one quality where I find you super admirable. <laughs> where I okay, <clears throat> I love sharing. It's yeah. it's not a surprise, but sometimes I do find it super like curious of how people could live together, mm-hmm. work together, mm-hmm. have like a business together. Yeah, maybe be in a relationship together. Like everything mm-hmm. is together, and I'm like. Whoa. And and it's like they make it work super chill. Well, you know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of communication going on. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, we, in the beginning. Okay, so Jared and I started dating. And he I was technically his manager. Technically. Mm-hmm. And then he came into leadership while we started dating. Mm-hmm. And then my sister became, she got promoted. And so she was our boss. And then we became a management team for four and a half, five years. And this meant, I mean, me and Jared were dating, so we like spent a ton of time together too. And he'd come over to our house, which is where I had lived with my sister, and would have dinner with us like almost every night. And so we had kind of like... It was a slow roll into mm. what, what we are now. <laughs> this so weird, it was a slow yeah. roll. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we're just like, hey, we want to start a business, so let's do it. Actually, it did not happen that way. It was definitely <laughs> a lot more work. <laughs> it took a lot more time and a lot more thought, and it was, it was quite challenging. But we, I think we 
communicate really well Mm -hmm. and we work through conflict and we try which is really hard for me i love to avoid conflict but (sighs) i hear you when you live with somebody and you work with somebody and you have a small business together you can't avoid it it will destroy you it's right there so you just have to deal with it man yeah you're like preaching into my soul it's been it's been a good practice (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh that's so cool it is pretty it's pretty cool it's cool seeing you guys also shred like oh yeah that's a train it passes in front of my house all the time sometimes it wakes me up um it's really cute christmas time it's all decorated i lived just down the street in that one so i heard it all the time Uh, yeah i'm like yeah i got stuck behind it yeah yeah totally People don't know how to drive around the train here, though. It's they so scary. I, I'm I like, you're going to get crushed. Please don't. Just don't. Ugh. It's a train. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, though, it's really cool seeing you guys, like, at the farmer's market here in downtown. Yeah. And just, I'm like, man, what a bunch of shredders, a bunch of local legends. Like, you guys know everyone. <laughs> like, you three as a group know everyone and individually know everyone. And it's like, you just bring everyone together. And I'm like... <laughs> how <laughs> how'd you guys do that dude it's like it's it's so special i feel like we have been so lucky to like have the opportunities that we've had and like i love working with my sister and my husband like we all have our different gifts and like we're definitely good at certain things mm-hmm. and so like being able to to not only do what you love, but to watch the people you love do what they love mm-hmm. and do it all together. It's pretty, it's, it's special. It's like, that's why we want to do a business together is that, that same thing. It's, it's magic. Hmm. And then people want to watch you cause it's magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it really is magic. Welcome to yeah. the show. Yeah. Welcome to the show. We're magicians. Also, can I give you an espresso? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me make this for you what so what has kept you to work in coffee and then Hmm. yeah my follow-up question would be then what has intrigued you to work at cat and cloud but also still run your own business Mm, yeah Hmm. those are big questions i know i know (laughs) okay so i actually did take a little hiatus from coffee Um, I did like finance stuff for the company I was working with before. So I actually stepped out of my role as barista, became finance admin, and then kind of took on a lot more tasks from there. And that was really great. I'm really, really, really grateful for that opportunity. That's another person that inspires me is my former boss, Lisa Lisa Klein, you're amazing. Um, she gave me this opportunity to like just learn all this new stuff. I mean, I'm a history major. I was a barista. And she's like, come be a finance admin. I'm like, cool, let's do this. And she, she <laughs> believed in me and she thought that I could do it and um, gave me the space to make mistakes and learn. And so that was really, it was great. I'm very glad I did that. But I missed coffee. I missed being able to meet new guests every day, see my my friends, my guests that I like serve every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to do something from start to finish, like taking, you know, these beans, crushing them up, 
extracting them into this liquid and then pouring steaming hot milk into it <laughs> and make something that just like makes people stays. I, I, I missed that. Mm-hmm. And that was like, every time you make a drink, you make somebody's like, you make their day because they get exactly what they wanted. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. Sometimes we make mistakes. <laughs> We're human, but it's usually exactly what they want. Yeah. And so I think I missed that, that immediate, you know, I can see someone get happy. I mean, people get happy when I, I make their paychecks work, but, <laughs> um, I think there's something special about that, like across the bar kind of interaction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I shine too. So I had to come back to coffee. And then the last place I was working at, well, there's a lot of really great things and it's a beautiful season of my life with the majority of it. Um, I kind of got trapped into a couple of different boxes that I didn't feel like fit me. Um, and I felt really conflicted about who I was or what I was doing. Um, not because I thought like I was doing something wrong, but more like I wasn't being the fullest version of myself. And I was like, can I even do that still? Like, is that even me still? And I was really questioning who I, who I was and Mm -hmm. like what I was meant to do. And so there's a couple of doors that were closing in that, that season, there's things that were ending. And I was like, well, what do I want to do now? I know I want to go back to coffee. I know I want to like work in some kind of guest service. Like I love people. And actually Jared had, he had interviewed with Cat and Cloud before me (laughs) (laughs) and he had just taken a job somewhere else. And so he's like, I have to say no, thank you to Cat and Cloud. Um, but I think you'd be a great fit there. You should just apply. And so I was like, I don't know what they want me. (laughs) Like we had been following their story forever. And like, you know, we had started getting into coffee when, you know, I guess all three of them, Chris, Charles and Jared were all at Verve. Mm -hmm. So we saw all, all sorts of stuff and kind of watched them become rock stars. And, uh, uh, and for good reason, obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I could like hack it. Like, am I really that? Cause like I was already questioning a lot about who I was and I was like, I don't know if I could still do it. And, um, I applied and sent my resume in and they were like, you have some finance stuff on here. Do you want to talk to our finance guy? <laughs> and I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I got to talk to Charles and, uh, ended up working in the cafe and doing some finance stuff too. And I was like, this, I feel very seen. And like, I mean, that's why we, I wanted to be at Cat and Cloud was I felt like even from the first time we started talking to them and they looked over my resume, I was like, oh, they like really see who I am and they see my potential here. So that was cool. Oh, yeah. That's a really good feeling. Yeah. And like, I got to share with them and I was super transparent about where I am. And like, I told them I wanted to start a family Mm -hmm. (laughs) doing that. Um, (laughs) And I told them that we had a small business that we wanted to, you know, see grow. And they were like, that's cool. And 
in the past, there had been other places that were really scared of that. And they were really Mm -hmm. like, saw that as a threat. And Mm -hmm. so I was just like, these people, they see us and they're not scared of us. And they're not, they want to see us grow and they want good things for us. I'm like, okay, I don't want to work here. (laughs) (laughs) Please let me work here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've been here. Yeah. Yeah. That's super awesome. Yeah. Because I, I don't personally know just because I don't have knowledge starting my business or anything, but I could kind of understand the feeling of, oh, it's kind of intimidating or it's kind of scary or it's like, oh, competition and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it makes, it's logical. Like there's so many places just even outside of coffee, just like in anything, like people are going to do the same thing you're going to do. It's just more what you could add to it. And it's like, it's more about rooting for people who are also like have the same interests as you do dude for real though i think it's like me being magical doesn't take away from you being magical you know it's like we we have our like and that's kind of why we picked the name truce it was like we're different Mm -hmm. like everybody is different people can have different opinions but they can still come together and they can still hear each other and we want to focus on similarities and giving people a space to be different Mm -hmm. but also to like respect each other Mm -hmm. and respect each other's differences so that was super cool to like feel seen and like the whole like idea of what high tides rise all boats Mm -hmm. you know so just if everybody's doing good that's cool yeah that's so awesome yeah so from like the point when you started working with cat and cloud and also because you're running the business at the same time too yeah what have been some like really like feel good moments slash highlights of like doing both let's say Mm -hmm. like working with us and then also simultaneously like growing your own business Mm -hmm. that make you feel like yeah this is like what feels good to do right now yeah um, I think the role that I have at Cat and Cloud, some of like the stuff that I do here has given me like this re- really great privilege of like understanding the company holistically and, um, being able to take that with me at like different events and they ask us about our beans or ask us about like, oh yeah, like who's cat and cloud or what, what is that? And I can speak to that. And I think I do that with like the ability to really let them shine. I think that's been really cool. Like I love seeing people get excited about not just having the cart out there for their wedding, Mm -hmm. but also like, Oh, the coffee that they're using, it's like roasted in Santa Cruz. And it's, they make these really great relationships with people and it's a good company to work for. And that's that's sick mm-hmm. you know so i think being able to speak well about our company but also about cat and cloud mm-hmm. it's really beautiful it's like storytelling at its best yeah that's awesome i have a question that i i don't think i've ever asked anyone no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that i know but i just thought of it and 
it's not as scary as you think, <laughs> but it's from the beginning of how you started your story today uh-huh. up until now, everything that you've learned and have experienced, how can you, or how do you apply it to create like what you want, like a place you want to live in? Hmm. Like, what does that look like? Hmm. I think I mentioned before, like, I'm a very, like, I, I like to look at the big picture and kind of like take away all the little things and kind of, I mean, I'm a history major, so (laughs) really like look at the big picture and I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, these things led to this and this is how we can learn from it. So I feel like that's kind of what I'm constantly doing. Um, but specific, I think to my journey with Cat and Cloud and in coffee and this part of my journey specifically, I feel like I'm learning a lot about me. And for a long time, I wasn't focused on that. And I was just letting things happen to myself and like kind of going with it. And I'm, that's very true of who I am. I'm an extremely adaptable person. I am flexible beyond (laughs) doubt. Like I can do anything. I will just, I will take care of it. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. I got it, you know? And I think learning to make myself um, a priority and like saying yes and no to things. And then being in a place that honors that and respects that has been really, really healthy for me. Um, working with people who like, if I say, Hey, I need a day off. I'm, I'm depressed today. Cause I have depression. You know, I, I can't, I can't do it today. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, go take care of yourself. We can talk tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's been huge for me in learning how to ask for that, but also to find that response is like mind blowing. So, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And then with this baby thing, <laughs> same, right? <laughs> yeah, like focusing on on taking care of me first. Yeah, for good reasons. Yeah, because I think I felt like it was selfish for a long time. <sighs> I thought it was like mm-hmm. if I focus on me, I'm not focusing on other people. But to be the best partner I can be, to be the best employee I can be like I have to take care of me if I'm like you know not taking care of myself I'm not eating the right foods or like not sleeping I come in to work and I I feel like shit and I like I'm a crappy employee you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. same thing with like when you show up with your partner you know if you're not taking care of yourself you're and you're only looking to your partner to to take care of all those things well, you need to do your job first. Take care yeah. of you. So, yeah. yeah. I so fully resonate with everything you just said. Because I think one of the reasons, too, why I felt super safe, which is super weird to say, but I felt super safe choosing to work here and choosing to live here. And just like, 
I felt safe in my decisions where in the past, I don't think I could confidently have said that. I always kind of lived in doubt. (laughs) (laughs) And, and it's because I think, yeah, it goes back to what you said, being seen and being heard and like seen without even really sharing too much. Right. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) And I think, that's how I learn and grow where it's like, I just need a, people to kind of meet me where, where I'm at totally. and also just understand me just through like small interactions and stuff. And like for me to be, feel comfortable and safe to then approach. Yeah. Cause I would say also I'm pretty adaptable and I'm always looking onto others or looking to help other people, totally. but yep, I never yep. really take care of myself, which is something I've had to learn while I've been here and understand that that's good and it's actually really <laughs> important and it's actually, surprise, spoiler alert, it's not selfish. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so I completely understand yeah. everything you're saying and it's, it's really nice. So, yeah. And then also to kind of hand it back to you is when you were saying how like, yeah, I like to, I think you said something along the lines of like, I'm very much like a caregiver or like an intuitive person or something. Mm -hmm. Like there's also that sense that I feel work, like getting to know you and working with you where I feel very like, this this feels okay this feels like i could breathe (laughs) this feels like i don't have to like so like analytically like swerve this way and swerve this way to avoid anything so i feel very safe and comfortable around you too which is just something i wanted to tell you thank you i i want people to feel that way i think that's like that's part of who I want to be. And like, that's like a continuing kind of like, I want the space around me to feel comfortable for people to be who they are because I don't always feel like comfortable (laughs) with who I am. And I want to give people that space to do that. And, and then I'll be comfortable too. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I hear you. But yeah, I have one final question, which is, who is a favorite artist of yours? Oh. Both in art, both, or not art, music, painting, writing, <sighs> any of those? Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's so. What is your jam? Okay, I could do, I could do a jam. Hmm. <laughs> so did I tell you that my car has a broken radio? <laughs> I haven't had, <laughs> I haven't had music in my car for like oh no probably a year and a half maybe, how maybe do you two survive years. I sing a lot oh yeah yeah I sing to myself <laughs> I'm not gonna sing here okay that's fine um that's fair that's fair but I mean I love music um side note I was a booking agent at a coffee shop for five years so i do love music mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm not psycho <laughs> i'm like i'm super into it i just haven't had a radio forever um hmm 
I don't know. There's some really great artists out there right now, like local artists. Um, I was also the art curator for the coffee shop as well. So I got to really cultured. (laughs) I'm cultured. I do art stuff. Um, no, but one of the, the artists that we had, um, do a show one time was, um, a woman named Lily Arnold. She's local. You'll see her prints up quite frequently. It's like a lot of succulents and cactus and they're like these big, like almost like stamps. They're beautiful, and I think she's really fantastic, and she's doing a lot of great stuff right now. Mm -hmm. And she's getting a lot of recognition, so that's been cool. I love our local artists. You know, small town. I can't help it. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. um, I remember you saying once your favorite color was Kesha. Oh, yes. (laughs) This is true. What what, what does that mean? (laughs) Um, Glitter, leopard print, and magenta. Hmm. I think that's like basically my soul. Oh, that's beautiful. I here's what I picture. I want to give you a mason jar with glitter, like put yeah. glitter in there, put something leopard and then uh, magenta sand. Yeah, totally. Just give it to no, you. I I don't even know why, but like I feel like I come off as very like calm and like like I would say so, like pale pink or something, um, but. In my heart, I'm a lot crazier. And I think as you get to know me, I'm probably a little bit yeah. louder than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the meowing. It always meowing. goes back to the meowing. 